0: Got him, beats balls somebody giving them truth in it Scream a Revolution when only a few minutes My sentiments is exactly everything that we do cut Another reason to turn the value up. Shit, no, know what we said doing Solid the ground when we're there. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now, now that of reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine, and the good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, go with it, keep it a on so the block, don't miss it. Welcome to so the city, stand up. J- James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa terrain Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. attacks your mind, cause it matters. Art, art, outside the box, we pace better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel, we rock with them for what's Defense. expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense, judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that
1: they speak, so tell me whose face do they seek. Repeat, take offense, take offense, judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek. The welcome back, welcome back. You're now tuned into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. Right here on SiriusXM channel 154 Holy Culture Radio. Wake up, wake up with us. It's your boy DJ Focus checking
2: in. Hey, it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building checking in. Mm-hmm. Once again, you good? Once again, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. Wisdom
1: Wednesday, Wisdom Wednesday.
2: I know. I loved uh, Wednesdays when I was growing up. Man, I don't know about you, but we we have a uh, prayer meeting. That was when we did our prayer meeting, Wednesday night prayer meeting. Uh-huh. Youth uh, choir was on Thursday. hmm. Obviously, Saturday was like everybody's practice. Sunday was practice. We even had Monday night. I was at church 29 days a week.
1: No, I was too. But I, I appreciate you saying you enjoyed certain days because I didn't. I did. I, mean, like, I, didn't, I didn't like none of them. I did I
2: did. And our church upgraded from them hard wooden seats and then they got the little red cushion. Oh man, changed my life. You can go sleep in the back row, please. Mm-mm. They had the basement you could run around in. They had cookies. Here's the thing. This is where that uh, fat stuff starts because we always had like, you always had cookies and you always had Kool-Aid or punch or something. They always had that sweet stuff for the kids. So that was another reason why I primarily enjoyed <laughs> There you go. That makes. sense. Now that I think about it, yeah. Mm, now that they, I think about it, I'm they, like, it as you snacks. stocked up on cake yeah, and, and cookies and pies,
1: mm, yeah. We I fried a lot of chicken. We fried yeah. a lot of chicken in my church. Yeah. We we had those, but yeah, we we fried yeah. a lot of chicken, and yeah. Yeah, it was meals because we was there all day. I mm-hmm. promise you, every you know certain, certain Saturdays, but definitely Sunday, it was oh, two yeah. services. A long you, day. You, you you was there. Yeah, yeah, you was there. Seven thirty in the morning. You wasn't gone. It was a full time job. If it might be four, four thirty before you get out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just long days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music. That keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And listen, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for waking up with us again today. Another fun pack show for you. Listen, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to get our brother, uh, one of the vets, one of the CHH vets on the line. And uh, if you're not ready for the real, your minds will just Uh turn right now. Turn the station right. right now. Turn the channel. Because we're looking for him to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Right? <laughs> yes, we go going to get one of the, you know, the like I say, the OGs, Art uh, Swift, our brother, on the line. He got new music he's working on, and uh, we know he's a revolutionary, so he's always in the midst of some type of conversation, community building, something political. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we're going to talk a lot of good stuff with R. Swift, so keep it locked for that exclusive spiritual detox. And Dice want to go into this uh, real talk today, Dice. Well, I mean, what you want to do, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, you know, the people have been, you know, reaching out saying we need to talk more about, you know I'm saying, dating relationships. So, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I don't know how good this is going <laughs> to be or not, but you know, how they're going to receive it, but um, yeah, we, we got to talk about today, don't we, Dice?
2: Yeah, I mean, Shout out to y'all who are even brave enough to date in this age. I don't know. I think I probably consecrate myself to the Lord and be like, it's just being you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing about the relationships and the challenges. And I'll be real with you. I think as, as time goes on and we keep evolving as humans, I mean, there's more challenges that get thrown into the bucket, but, um, Let's be 100% clear. The Bible is is what it is. God's word is what it is. Like he 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 said what dating is and should be and why it should be. And um, I think if we eliminate a lot of the things we're just trying to throw in there and really see what God wants out of our relationship. Um, and I don't know, man, we could just trust him more and we probably get what we want, you know, but man, we got I mean, we have to talk about dating. It's It's difficult. And shout out to all y'all who are in the middle of this. Uh, but yeah, we are gonna get some tips today. You know, obviously some opinions, and definitely some biblical standpoints of uh, you know why are you dating? You know, and what it, it, did, did God say you should even be dating? Because because mm. uh, uh, that's a that's that's it right there. <laughs> we do what we want to do. My mom used to say that. She said you do Perhaps. what you want to do. But what did God say? You know, like and and that's a <laughs> that's a challenging <laughs> question to just hold on to. Mm. So uh, yeah, we're talking about dating today. It's gonna be fun, though. I think it's gonna be fun. We'll highlight some things. It's gonna be fun. They're gonna enjoy it. They're gonna DM us too. I- I'm used to it now. <sighs> anyway,
1: yeah, it's gonna be fun. We- we're gonna see <laughs> gonna what comes out of this. Yeah, we- we're gonna see what come out of this. <laughs> Listen, let's get into it. We got some new bangers on the way. We got music on the way. Yes, let's get some of our brother GAA Sun Sun on the way. Um, mm-hmm. Let's also play. Yep, we got to keep playing that No Big Deal. I know y'all keep hearing me saying it, but Dilly keep dropping all these bangers. So I ain't. Got, we can't do nothing but play them. No Big Deal on the way. Yes, Wild and Free uh, from mm-hmm. Wanda and Doe. But right now, yeah, let's get our sis from UK, Lynn mm-hmm. Sango with that Royal. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix.
2: And the fix is in.
1: New videos, music,
0: articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net.
1: Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Stop playing. You know what time it is. It's time for our spiritual detox. And we got a special one today, Dice. Man, um, don't we? You know, every, everybody always hit me like, you know, who, you know, who, who did that intro track for you? I say, well, I got I got, a, I got a vet on it, uh, you know what I'm saying, on that first line, of, you know what I'm saying, just talking a little trash real quick. Uh, Kingdom Trash. Kingdom uh, Trash. And he, and he did it so well, so I always salute him and give him roses for it. I reached out to him one time. He's like, yeah, I can do it, man. Send me what you want me to do. And uh, he's just been a pioneer, like I say, in not only Christian hip-hop, hip-hop period. Let's be very clear. He's had those moments where... You know, uh, you know he, he's had you know had some hard conversations with our people, right. but I love it because I think sometimes we need to have hard conversations so we grow. So listen, without further ado, man, help me welcome in a super talented uh, artist, uh, the man himself, the legend, R. Swift. What's going on? What's good? What's good? What's good? How y'all feeling?
2: Man, fantastic. Thank you so much for stopping by. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it personally. Um, and I I know I know the whole genre and all. Everybody appreciates it. I'll be real with you. I don't even want to limit you to no no type of nothing. Uh, we we definitely have a goat. We got, definitely got a goat up in here today. Like, whew. I'm excited, for This 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 probably in my top five. Oh, wow. This, this, yeah, no, this is my yeah. This one my top five. No, on top. No,
1: I I was sincere when I said yeah. When I when, when his. What he's done for the genre, like, no, everybody sees it. Everybody knows it. And then the stuff you do behind closed doors. We know we hear the talk. We hear the whispers. Like you're always making sure if you got to pull up on somebody and just have a conversation with them, you've always been that one to do that. So we just want to salute you. Nice. We got a lot to talk about. A uh, little bit of time. Let's get into it. one, Let's it. Let's it. I can have this. so I know you, you're born and raised in, uh, Long Island, right? Born and raised, born in Long, Long Island? Island, New York. Yeah. And then you moved to Philly, right? Moved to Philly when I was young, yeah. Yeah. So, hip hop question. Listen, hip hop turns fifty this year. Come on, you 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 done grew up with Wu Tang and Nas, Biggie, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the state of hip hop. Period. Fifty years. What do you think we are?
0: Man, you know what? Uh, I think that uh, the overall state of hip hop. I think it's. I think it's in a. a, a it's in a transitional space right now. I mean, I think that for the first time, for real, for real, I think the the playing field has been level. You know what I mean? So, like, no matter what angle you're coming from, whether you gangster hip-hop, whether you Christian hip-hop, whether you're conscious hip-hop, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's space for everybody, and it hasn't always been like that. You know what I mean? It's been a very, like corporately ran industry uh, i think that right now the power is in the hands of the artists so i think that's a beautiful space to be in um but it leaves the door open for everything
1: so yeah. that's good
2: I, I don't have much to say you know it's it's funny focus that you just uh gave a long island shout out because um
0: boom boom shout out to my long island people
2: you know, but for me, uh, being in Atlanta, that's where I learned to R Swift. So that's why I'm like, so for me, it, when you said it, I kind of froze and I was like, I guess, I guess he's not from ATL. No, I'm, I'm not
0: from ATL. I, I live here. I
2: live here. Really? But no, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like just the impression that you've made in the, for our culture and in our genre and the things you've done to focus this point, like in front of, people but also not in front of people I mean you're an activist you're you're everything so yes. that's why I'm like where where did where did your drive to actually become an activist come from it it's share, share that uh, for our our listeners please
0: um i think that um my drive comes from feeling helpless right and mm. so um i was talking to somebody about this actually yesterday um about like you see things that are wrong in society and in community, and you can either take one or two approaches, right? The The first approach is, oh, this, this problem is too big for me to fix, so I'm just going to fall back and not say anything, or you can say, hey, I might not be able to fix this problem, but... I'm gonna put a dent in it, and so I'm gonna go as hard as I can and make some noise. And so I chose the latter, cause I was never the one to be solid about anything. So, um, the the issues that are near and dear to my heart are the issues that I I fight for on the front line, whether
1: in music for for the things that I'm passionate about yes you are and we want to salute you for that again yeah. why do you think so many believers i, I i'm glad you we, we brought that up because i know you've been on the front line why do you think so many believers though <laughs> are always not showing love when it comes to even if we agree to disagree specifically uh when you talk about politics um, i'm talking about believers why does believers be so disrespectful towards one each other
0: um i think it 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 goes to a lot of believers feel like my way is the right way. And because I'm convinced of this, everybody else needs to be convinced of this. So there's almost no room to agree to disagree almost. Right. So it's like, Mm. if you disagree, you're wrong. And I have to not just expose you, but like, it's, it's a mindset of having to push somebody else down in order for you to look good right so even if we go to christian hip-hop and see how christian hip-hop used to be i I don't see it as much nowadays uh, as as it was some years ago but it was big to like Yo, we just going to diss everybody who don't believe in Jesus. Like everybody who's secular, it's always, yo, y'all do this. We do this. Y'all do this. We do this. And it's this comparison, um, almost like now we got the answer. So we are better than you in essence. And so like, I feel like that, that competitive thing, It spills over to so many different areas, you know what I mean? Like, whether it's politics, uh, whether it's social ills, like, you name it. Um, There's always been this kind of, like, if you don't believe what I believe, then something's wrong with you. We saw that Hmm. in Christian hip-hop with other with one christian hip-hop camp and another christian hip-hop camp if y'all don't hold to this type of theology if y'all don't believe in this then something's wrong with y'all y'all you know what i mean so it's always been a taste of that in, in, in
1: the genre
2: that's true
1: yeah absolutely that's true and, and i'm glad you, you brought that up because i know you came up you know cross-movement Um, speak to that too as well the dynamic of coming up in that era I call it like the golden era of Christian hip (laughs) hop so uh,
0: with rolling with cross movement and being involved with them um, there were a lot of good things that I learned Um, a lot of um, yeah a lot of dope qualities that I learned but it was a lot of things that I was like yo this is trash and they was totally wrong in how to handle certain things um but I, I, like I can't lie, like Cross Movement uh, as a camp has opened the door for so many people, and I mean, to be honest, like if it wasn't for Cross Movement, Christian hip hop wouldn't be the platform that it is today. So um, we always nice. got to give honor to where honors do. Um, but I think that's how it's supposed to be, right? So like almost like if, if I look at my older brother. There are things that my older brother does that I admire, but there's also things my older brother does that I'm like, uh, that's not how you're supposed to go about it. So it's like, I learn from your achievements and your mistakes. And so, um, yeah, I, I think that rolling with cross movement kind of um it showed me, whether in a positive or a negative way, the value of human relationship. And uh, the dangers of not having authentic relationship.
2: So, oh, Yeah. That part. And I wanted to ask you that, like you have been able to see CHH grow and change, and you know, some of the tools that you use, um, Definitely to be, stay successful, but also like things that you, you said you, you were able to analyze, see and kind of judge, you know, like, okay, maybe that's good. Maybe not so much of that. Right. What are some, what, what are some tips that you could give up and coming artists concerning like their longevity or just protecting their spirit or just like, you know, like some things that you could kind of, you know, some gems you could drop on them and say, Hey, this, these are some things you should have in place while you're in, in this career.
0: No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing that I would say is, always be the student, like, always be the student, um, don't be afraid to transition, like, whether it be musically, whether it be your train of thought, um, there are things that there were things that I believed more of years ago that I don't hold to as much now. And that's OK. I think that as you grow as a person, as you grow as an artist, as you grow in your faith, uh, you change and change is good. You know what I mean? Like you have to give yourself space to change, um, space to grow and never get to a point where you feel like you got it down pat. And so a lot of these, um, newer artists, like I'm, I'm learning from them. I'm still, you know what I mean? Like I'm putting it to you like this. I'm a studio rat, right? I'm in the studio right now. Like I'm a studio rat and I know how to get behind that mic and raise a ruckus. You feel me? Um, but I had to learn this whole new social media thing, like, I had to learn how to exist on social media, and I learned it from the Young Bucks. Like, look, I'm paying attention to what you're doing. I'm looking at my young boy, Few. I'm looking at, you know, RG. I'm looking at, you know, all the the next generation of guys, you know what I mean? Dilly, and I'm just looking at all these cats like, yo, however y'all getting down, I'm taking notes, and I'm going with it.
1: You know what I mean? So...
0: Yeah, you take the meat and leave the bone.
2: I love that.
1: Listen, we watching them too. Uh, at, least, at least me, I, yeah. I, I ain't gonna speak with I dice, know. but I know I got them because I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> I be texting my daughter like, "Why you ain't on my page? Please go back there again, <laughs> no. Lord help me." My daughters, my daughters had to teach me about TikTok,
0: like, oh, yeah. and they like, "Dad, like people be using your songs on TikTok, but you not active, but you not." I'm like. And so, like, I literally had to, I literally had to go, like, knowing I'm coming out with this new album, like, (laughs) I had to go to my 13 year old, and I said, "Look, I need you to create my TikTok page, and you know, do a campaign around it." So I literally had my 13 year old doing my TikTok campaign for my album. Smart man,
2: yeah. Come on now, come on now. Hey, earn you man. keep, girl. I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
1: Yeah. yeah. DJ good. Focus. Dice Gamble. We gotta go to a quick break. Keep it locked. we coming right back with more from R Swift. You yeah, tuned into yeah. the fix.
2: And the fix is in.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on SiriusXM XM channel 154 Holy Culture Radio. We still uh got the super talented OG the vet, R Swift, kicking it with us. Uh, let's let's talk about it. I know you're working on something. So uh let's talk about this music because I know you you keep some bangers on, on the shelf somewhere, yeah, really locked you know, up. So what we work, what we working on? Well,
0: I am actually, like I said, I'm in the studio right now as we speak, and I'm putting the finishing touches on my new album. Uh, my new album is called The Forgotten Mirror, and it's coming out this summer. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I got a new album coming out. I, I just released a single Probably like a couple, maybe a few weeks to a month ago, um, called Cheers, featuring my man Sean Simmons. Um, I got another single dropping in another couple of weeks uh, called Clout Race. And uh, um, I also have uh, the conversation with my brother Jafia Life dropping June 19th Mm -hmm. about just life, hip hop, Philly, faith mental
1: m- mental health and therapy absolutely so i got a lot coming talk about that convo i mean is that gonna be on wax can people watch that on youtube uh, like so, where can we? so f- people will be able to watch it on youtube um it okay. was
0: just uh like defy life that's 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 my guy in real life right yeah and so i just decided hey man like We're gonna sit down and catch up anyway. Like, let's, let's put it on camera and and let's just, you know, have that real talk in front of the world. And so, Mm -hmm. um, just some things that we both been navigating, uh, through in life and, uh, just put it out there. So we, we, we touch on everything from our musical journeys to, uh, the city of Philly, what's going on in Philly, um, our inspirations. Uh, our faith and, and struggles with faith um mental wellness and mental health um, as you know a lot of people may know I went through uh, a season of depression after my mom passed away and so I've been uh I've been an, an extreme advocate for therapy and a champion for the cause. So um, that's something that I definitely want to make a big deal about uh, and make sure that I use my platform to advocate.
2: Come on, come on now! Give us some, give us, give us a, a relationship tip because we know you're very wise you got a lot of singles listening to the show. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh.
0: <laughs> let me tell you, I, listen. I am am, am not the chief of great relationship. But uh, what I will say is patience, honesty, and understanding. I think that if you make it a habit to exercise those things, uh, your relationship still might go through hell, but, you can come out the other side, you know what I mean? And so I think that uh, we live in a society where we really don't like to exercise patience, you know what I mean? Like, I think that a lot of times we romanticize relationships, we romanticize dating, we romanticize marriage, and uh, when real life hits you and it doesn't quite look like what the fantasy looks like, then we want to check out. And um, so one thing I will say is, you know, exercise some patience, all right? And um, be honest. Be honest about what you want. Be honest about what you – and I hate this word because it's such a hot word on social media, but what you require.
2: Oh. oh. Got a few things I require.
0: That is a whole nother show. I could really go in on that, but I won't. But what I will say is be honest about – what you need in a partner that's good be honest about that and don't let nobody put you with somebody that they think you're good with be with somebody that 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 you can grow with that you can build with and uh yeah leave the outside voices outside that's where they belong
1: that's good listen before we get you out of here just, uh, you brought up patience and I'm glad you brought that up because I want you to talk a little bit more I, I feel like the church is not appreciative towards street ministry and what it looks like to really be out in the streets really be talking to people in the barbershops the hair salons mm-hmm. about faith and opening these conversations believers who won't go to church but you, you run into them and they, they'll have a spiritual conversation yeah, with yeah, you
0: yeah. I think that what I've come to realize is people don't necessarily have as much of a problem with God as we think they do. However, they do have a problem with the church. Um, Because historically... Um, the church went from being a pillar in the community where like, if you needed food, you went to the church. If you needed clothes, you went to the church. If you needed benevolence, you needed, you know, assistance, you went to the church. The church was like, you know, it was like assistance before welfare was, you know what I mean? So the church Mm -hmm. was, very much the backbone of the community and somewhere along the way the church became very like inward facing and very like now we're just here like and I think that when that when when it became like such a buzzword to say yo we're in the world but not of it right and so I think we kind of culturally I think the church took that to a whole nother level. And so I think that Mm -hmm. what you're dealing with is the church movement, which is the body of like-minded believers, right? So you have the church movement versus the church culture. And so I think Mm -hmm. that the church culture has done a lot of things in the name of Jesus um, that aren't things that Jesus would even approve of. You know what I mean? And so I think when you're dealing with people in the communities and, and quote-unquote non-believers, well, non-believers, I think the beef is is rarely oh, God did something wrong, so I don't rock with it. It's always, pretty much always like the church did this, so I don't rock with hmm. the church. And so, um, but i uh, shout out to a lot of uh the ministries who are out there um being outward facing and seeing the church as a movement of people and not a building um and uh yeah it's, it's a lot of work to be done and i think that a lot of believers have to realize that man if it wasn't for um if it wasn't for the lord and the holy spirit like turning your heart you would be in the same space you know what I mean so let's not act like we woke up one morning was like all right I'm gonna be holy now you know what I'm saying like nah man like God has been working on your heart years before you confessed him you see what I'm saying like he's been slowly turning your heart you know what I mean so um like I said, we can't we can't walk around with a with a sense of arrogance. You know what I mean? Like, nah. Like people, what would Jesus do? Pretty much, and you know, he would sit with people. He would set with people. He would be with the people. And so, uh, I think that's right. what it, that's what it's all about. And I don't understand how like ministry became a business and not a movement.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Dropping the, dropping the mic right there, Lord. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. What's that one thing? What's that one thing <laughs> you would change uh, about the industry, the music industry itself—gospel, Christian, hip hop? If you could change one thing, what would you change?
0: Uh, in the industry, mm, in the industry, period. I think there need. Well, first of all, artists need to get paid more forget that Um, matter of fact everything I was about to say the one thing I would change is the percentages that these streaming platforms give out yeah these these boy these percentages are horrible and so like I would definitely change those streaming percentages to be more favorable to the artists who actually go in the studio and lay this music because like I said I'm in the studio right now I don't see nobody here but me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking.
1: I get it. I get
0: it. I don't see nobody in here but me. It's me. I'm I'm here. Like the mic, the 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 interface, the laptop. That's all me. And so, why do I not get the lion's share of my streaming?
1: So. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. But I mean, that's I think good. any artist True. would kind of feel the same way.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Let me mm-hmm. let me ask you this super question before you get right. out of here, man. If you could form a, if you could form a super group um, with uh, two other artists uh, from any genre of music, dead or alive, what two artists you pick? One. Um, um, oh man, so me. me and
2: two other
1: artists. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Or a producer, I I, I
0: need no, producers
2: if you want to pick a producer. We'll
0: stick
1: okay.
2: with artists. if
1: you go okay. producers, then we got to form like a Wu Tang. But go ahead. Listen, you you get that love. Right, so- you got four. You got four. You can pick. You got four. You can pick. Okay, pick? Four Okay, go ahead. yes.
2: Okay. okay, four besides. You.
1: Four yep. besides. I can't give you nine. Like I can't give you nine like no, Wu Tang. I give you this five though. So, four
0: besides me, I would go. Nas, Black Thought, um, Nas, Black Thought, Kanye. Lauren
1: Hill. Yes. Oh that's, man, that's solid. That's solid. Ooh. Yeah, that's solid. Black Thought, Nas, Kanye, and Lauren Hill with oh, Swift. God. That's oh, a Lord. super group. That we would all love to hear oh, music out of there. This is Listen, Swift. We appreciate you rocking <laughs> with us this morning. Tell the people how they connect with you. Follow you on yeah, all your yeah, social yeah, media yeah, platforms.
0: Me uh, official R Swift. Holler at me. I do respond. You feel me, yo? So before I go. Cheers featuring my brother Sean Simmons is out right now. Next, we got that conversation dropping on YouTube June 19th. Then after that, around June 30th-ish, we're going to have the second single called Clout Race believe me you need that in your life and then after all is said and done we got the album coming the forgotten mirror what it looks like to look in the mirror and see what's actually there because the mirror is unbiased get at your boy the forgotten mirror R. swift i said everything i needed to say i covered all the points yes
1: absolutely (laughs) introduce your latest single too as well
0: my latest single yo it's your boy r swift you are tuned into the fix and this is my new single chance
1: featuring my man sean simmons keep it locked you tuned into the fix
2: and the fix is in
1: welcome back dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix your source for faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry and it's time to get real in these streets time for our real talk topic let's get into it dice this one's gonna be fun today mm-hmm. they've been reaching out to us they've been dming us they've been asking about it listen y'all ain't talking about it enough so uh what we what we talking about today dice well we're just gonna talk about uh
2: some tips on dating you know you know uh what does that look like you know we talked about courting while we wasn't uh you know while we weren't online and i think that was a very uh, valid point that you brought up like Is anybody even courting anymore? Are we just dating? You know, how are we going about that? Uh, And what does that look like in 2023? Because it's definitely different now uh, than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago.
1: So I I would argue, I would argue, Dice, is is anybody even dating anymore? Oh, mercy. So you talk about courting. Courting is, you know, we understand that courting is uh, the intention of dating someone that you're looking to possibly be be married to like you, hmm. this this is you're in this relationship and you guys are at a place to like okay d- yes maybe in two years maybe a year three years yes we're gonna get married so that's the def- definition of court dating is this this idea of you know you're kind of trying to see you know who you're compatible with who who you move around with to maybe see if you want to maybe get married or just be in a long-term relationship with but i would argue dice it's something new I, I just think people don't even don't even care about relationships no more they just you know sleep around you know
2: yeah. well.
1: <laughs> I don't know I just I just feel like some people just you know okay I just got a, a person to call when I need to get my rocks off now, now I ain't trying to be tired of nobody don't check me don't don't be checking up on me don't be asking me where I'm going I'm, I'm at where I'm at and I be where I be <laughs> when I call you, just pick the phone up. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I have so many issues with that. And, I, and I'm saying that seriously because I've talked to a lot of men who, yes, that's how they move. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, you think this is cool just to continue to move like this? Mm. You know, I say you, you don't think you're manipulating women, you know, by doing these things? No, no. they. I, I tell them up front, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not looking to be your boyfriend, not looking to be your husband. If you want to have these, you know, friends with Perk situations, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, a lot of people, men and women, are in these. I don't even know what you call them relationships where this is this is what it is. You know, everybody kind of comes and goes, but how they go when they're together, they cool. When they not, they not. So yeah, I don't know. What, what's your thoughts on that?
2: <sighs> well, I mean, everybody knows I'm old school. I, I like I like the. F- the fun part of this new age dating scene, I think I think it's exciting. You know, people aren't limiting themselves to, you know, uh, races or financial status or where you're from. I love that. I, I love it. But uh, let's just be honest. Um, if you're dating, that means you're probably looking for somebody you want to marry or you'll be single. So I'm just like, man, while you're out there spending all that money meeting up, go ahead and make sure you got your questions ready. My dad always says, ask the tough questions when you're dating like that. That was a good tip for me was like, ask the tough questions like uh, how much money do you want to have? What age do you want to retire? Are we raising our children uh, to be Christian? You know, are we are, are you a Christian? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what is, what does being married mean to you? Like, is this an open marriage? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you got to ask, you got to ask all the questions. Cause some, some people's idea of marriage is one thing. Like, are we getting a divorce? Do you believe in divorce? Can we even say the word? No, don't say the word. You know, so, so it's like, you got to ask like, where, what, what, are, what, what, what are we doing? Like, what are your thoughts on this? And it can be very, very scary, but I'll be real with you. If you're thinking about the end in mind, when you start dating, it'll be a lot more fun um you know i have a lot of family members that are dating right now and one of the things i keep telling them is be a friend first learn how to Thanks. be a friend you know not just oh this is my mate I'm somebody i want to marry they complete me no you need to be complete like god god already is working on you you know what i'm saying like and no person could ever complete you so please don't put all that pressure on your on the person you're sitting across from that's too much pressure you're gonna make me you gonna make me who i'm supposed to be no you god gonna make you who you supposed to be you know what i'm saying you can't depend on me because on the day i wake up and i'm not giving you what you need i'm not laying hands on you or praying for you now you lost you know what i'm saying so it's like no we we come in this thing together but you need to make sure that you're working on yourself as you're dating i would i would definitely give that uh piece of advice like Um, Yeah, you can find somebody who has traits. They're the opposite of you. So they kind of fill you up. But trust me, like if something happens to that person and they're not around or they're not in the room, uh, you got to learn how to be that without them. So I I would just say be friends first. And uh, because on your roughest days when you're married, you're going to you're going to need a friend. And at least you and your partner can talk and be friends You know what I'm saying? Say, okay, let's just talk as friends. We don't have to talk as a couple right now, but as a friend, I got to be honest with you and say, you know, this is, this is what you did to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if we, if we're going to be friends, you know what I'm saying? We got to be, be able to be honest with each other. So, um, you know, that's just my tip. I mean, this is very, this is different. Because um, people are online dating, I, I I love it when people's like I, we met online. I'm like, good for you, but I need to see it, I need to touch it, I need to smell it. Like I I need I need I need a personal experience. I got to put my hands on you. I mean, I need to know you real.
1: Listen, I have so many problems with this online dating stuff. That's just me. I I agree. I, I just <laughs> one, no, no, it's weird. I, I don't want to look at a profile on a, on my phone mm. and say. You, you, this, this, this. No, no, I need to have conversations with you. I can Mm -hmm. tell who you are. Don't, don't, don't put me, don't send me two paragraphs and say, This is who I am. Take me. No, no, that's not how it works. And (laughs) and so many people catfishing. Let's be very clear. They, they catfishing on these pictures. They don't even look like what they're talking about. So, yeah, what we, no, no, I I have issues (laughs) with that. So, yes, I'm old school in that way too, as well as, and I'll be honest with you, I don't, I don't want it to be like, I feel like, just my personal opinion. I'm not knocking nobody that that is married and hooked up on these things. Mm -hmm. But I, it takes the process of me being able to walk up and engage with a woman that I want, like, it was a thing for me to chase my wife. Like, it was. Mm-hmm. I, I had to chase my wife. My wife, to your point, the first time I talked, yeah, it wasn't like I got the number and, yeah, we went out and kicked it. No, no. I, it was multiple times that I had to see her, and she, she finally said, okay, well, maybe, you know, let me see what this joke is about then, you know, because maybe, he, you know, he got some whatever, whatever. At least he's he's put the effort in into trying to chase me and and feel, see the value in me. So, that, so that's one thing for me because I don't mm. – this new this new age stuff where all these mm. women is mm. uh uh approaching men and, and and basically like trying to knock them off. I'm like, nah, no, nah, that that's that's unattractive to me. I'll be honest with you. Hey, if I was single, there's no way a woman that can come up and ask me for my number. No, get out of my face. Mm. You don't ask me for my number. You mm. don't that's my role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i coming, I come and ask you for your number. I come and open the door and mm-hmm. ask you out for a date. I'm paying for the check. No, no, you can't pay. No, no, my wife, my we were single, and my my wife couldn't pay for my check. No, mm. I, ain't, I, this, I ain't into that. So I, I this, come this, from a different era. Yeah, I, I know, I know. These women is taking care of these men, and they crippling I mean. them. But yeah, I mean, you don't want me to get on my rant. No, no, they, I mean, they a lot of them, they crippling them. Oh, Stop it. A so, man <laughs> needs to get up and be a man.
2: Uh-oh. Well, that's funny. I agree with you. And I'm glad you brought up the catfish uh, thing because there is a statistic that says that over 50% of online people who are dating encounter, uh, or sorry, 50% of people encounter somebody fake, a fake profile. So it's a risk. It's a huge yeah. risk. I mean, you're already you're already risking when you meet somebody face-to-face because you're just meeting their representative. Even if you're dating right now, the person sitting across from you, that ain't who they really are. Like, they're not going to show you who they really are yet because of the fear that you might dip out on them, you know? But I would suggest you guys spend time asking the real questions of, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you really eat when you at home you know what i'm saying or or how do you leave your clothes on the floor or do you hang them up like are, are you when do you wash your clothes you know what i'm saying like how clean is your house like and here's the thing because shout out to my sister and thank god she ain't dating this dude no more i asked her one time i said well he always at your house where he live at she said i don't know i said excuse me i never been to his house huh what time? Yeah, he got to leave early on Sunday mornings to put the trash out. I said, I said what?
1: I ain't but the smart it was man so... in the world, but <laughs> that but sounds I was... like a setup to me. Be... I was like,
2: but you, if it ain't his
1: wife, it's his mama. He's staying with it's one of the two. It Listen, ain't his spot.
2: <laughs> but there are people who they want it. They want love so bad that they will believe somebody's. Foolish answer of why their behavior is a certain way. And it's like, if I can't meet your family, be up in, listen, look, ask my husband. I think I met him the second week. I, he had a room in the back, uh, uh, his apartment. I was in the closet digging through all his paperwork. I found his old, uh, divorce papers, his social security number. I ran it. I, I, I listen, I was like, I need to know. He was like, dang, you went through my closet? Yeah, I went through all your stuff. Because here's the thing. If you're talking about, I'm your wife, then everything, there ain't nothing in here off limits. I need to see. You need to tell me everything because I don't want no surprises. And he was, he was fine with it. And that was another thing to let me know. He was like, I'll tell you anything. I'll show you anything. I'll tell you anything. And I was like, well, you're going to have to because my daddy a cop. So if you don't, if you're not honest. <laughs> Once I hit this right. button, we about to find out everything about you. And but now, but here, now were ahead. you
1: were that free? Were you that free with him with yeah. everything about you?
2: Everything. I had to tell him everything in five minutes, focus. Because when I met him, I had a show to do. And if you ever been to an event where that I'm at, I give my testimony. So I, I couldn't have him show up. And i never forget it. He was like, man, he told me everything about you in like the first five minutes. I didn't have a choice because I didn't want him sitting in the audience. And then I go on stage and tell him my business. And then I just had to sit sit there and watch him leave when I liked him. I was like, I got to just tell him everything. This is what I did. This is who I was with. This is what, this is what happened. This is what I said. If you see these pictures, that's really me. Like I had to just give it to him because I was like, I've been out here living my life. I've been sinning. I've been the chief of sinners. And I'm not going to sit up here and act like I have not done some dirt in my life or I didn't run with a trifling crowd. You know what I'm saying? So I let him know. So yeah. And guess what? And he ain't never went nowhere. Okay. He ain't he went nowhere. So uh, 15 years on honesty and obviously something's working, you know, but not to, as good. yeah, sometimes you got to just throw it out. And I'll be real with you. If you tell somebody the craziest thing, and this is what shout out to Dr. Cola, because he was our marriage counselor in Georgia. He said, all right, what's the most scariest or worst thing you would want each other to know about each other? And we had to, and we had to say it. And he said, okay, can you deal with that person every day? He said, so if you can Mm. do that, if you can deal with that person every day, then your marriage will work. He was like, but everybody has this idea that you, when you get married, it's all those nice little fun butterflies that's going to keep you together. That's not true. It's going to be the honesty. That's going to be the foundation the truth you know and can you love the person past that truth do you still want to be with that person past that piece that little dirt dark dirty trifling secret they just told you you know are you all right with that knowing that knowing that it might pop up on a a instagram any day knowing that somebody might say oh yeah yeah your wife you know i had her this way okay what you talking about you know what i'm saying so it's like you have to be honest to me, these are the tips I would give anybody. Like, if somebody can't tell you everything, oh, we'll talk about it later. No, we won't. We're gonna hey, talk we're gonna about talk it, about we're it gonna now. Talk about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Weird. Are you Are you straight? Are you gay? Are you bi? Tough conversations. You, you are you Are you gonna be good with me? Do you need two women? I don't play me. You know what I'm saying like I want to ask you now because I don't want to get down the road. 12 years from now and you're like well you know i'm a little freaky that's fine me too i got these handcuffs these whips and these chains but we're not bringing another chick up in here though like you know what i'm saying like let's be honest you know what i'm saying i ain't got no problem with with getting into this you know what i'm saying but there's there is a line but but you need, to, ta- but you, but you need to talk about the lines before you get in the relationship and every and people are afraid sometimes to say Man, if you knew what I'd be thinking about, it's like, nah, if you do what I'd be thinking about, you'd be running right now. <laughs> so let's see who gonna run first. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, but you, but I'm just, I'm just telling you the things that work. That's all I'm trying to say It's like real people, people who've been married for a while. Y'all know, like you're able to talk and say anything and the other person say, okay, I'm glad you told me that. You know what I'm saying? That's so scary, but I'm glad you told me. So now we can walk past or through that. But yeah, don't hide. That's what I would say.
1: Yeah, go please ahead. don't hide. Please don't hide. No, that's good. And we 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 got to dive into some scriptures. We got to give them some Bible too as well, because for our believers, there should be a standard should of be. everybody uh, understanding. No, no. So we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna put some Bible on that thing. We come back. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We got to go to a quick break. We coming back with more. Keep it locked. You tuning into the fix. And the fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink
0: Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net
1: slash donations. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. You know, in the middle of this real talk conversation, we're talking about on one today. Mm. And uh, I think we're going to talk about, uh, you know, this you know especially for believers so for all my believers out there I think we need to find that we need to understand that you need to have a, a strong foundation in God first before you mm-hmm. even consider marriage mm. and I think a lot of times people don't and they're just the the thrill of getting married the thrill of let's be very clear I know a lot of people who get married just to have sex <laughs> mm. a lot of people just get married just because of financial gain you know mm-hmm. one that has a successful career and you know, they tired of being broke. Just being honest. So, yeah, they find a love with the money. They don't really fall in love with the person. And uh, I think a lot of that they find, you know, the money. They find the security in, uh, you know, the person more than they find the identity in Christ and understanding how Christ defined marriage, how Christ wanted you to dating court. Now, I know there's not any specific scriptures that speak specifically to dating and courting marriage, but that should be the goal as a believer. That's why I say as a believer, you shouldn't date. You should be courting. You shouldn't be wasting your time with no one. After about the third time you've been out with a person, you kind of know if you're going to kind of vibe with this person. Or you should, or, you, or to Dice's point, you ain't asking enough, asking enough questions. Why are you wasting time? That's one thing you can get back. You can get back money. You can get back, uh, I mean, there's multiple things you can get back, but you can't get back time. Let's be very clear. So why waste time with somebody who you feel, one, did you even pray about it? Did you even get God involved in this? Lord, is, is this the one that you want me to date? Is this a season where I need to be single and satisfied and not date and work on myself? work on my credit, work on my mental health, working, working on my uh, finances, work on my spiritual beliefs and get myself together so that way when you sin, my Boaz, when you sin, uh, my Eve, my way, whoever it might be, <laughs> I am ready. To receive them, and I'm not toxic for that person. So I think that should be the, the the approach of a believer. dice. one, you should be getting yourself together as a single before you should even think about dating. Because a lot of these things, these areas, if you ain't check these things off and 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 have a grip and an understanding and work towards. Bettering yourself individually, mm. what you're going to bring to the relationship, you're going to bring the, nothing but baggage, and we all bring a certain amount of baggage. Let's be very clear, but you should still have some stability. You you, you should be settled in your career, or mm. if you you're, you're 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 in college right now, it's okay. You know, you, you should have a, a plan of some sort mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that you're dating uh, the right way when you speak to believers.
2: Okay. Well. I, I love how you just talked about people should work on themselves, And I, I'm definitely going to submit a, a different scenario. Um, I'm going to say, how about you go do some mission work? How about you? Oh, wow. How about you dive into your education? How about you go serve a volunteer somewhere every week? How about you go help the homeless? How about you? You know, what I'm saying like it's a thousand. Th- I mean, go be a dog uh, caregiver. How about you get 10 acres and take care of uh, animals? You know, what I'm saying rehab them like life. You don't have to be married. And I'll be real with you. I blame society on this one. And I I hate to bring up Paul because there are all these Christians like it's not Paul's gospel. It's not Paul's gospel. But he said, I wish all men were as I am. But each man has his own gift from God. One has this gift and one has another. Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say this, it is good for them to remain unmarried as I am. But if they cannot control themselves, let them marry or is married is better to marry than to burn. That's why a lot of people go and try to get married because they haven't tamed their flesh. If you get married to have sex, you have a fornication issue. It, you don't want to be married. You don't want a mate. You don't want somebody to walk through life with if you're just getting married to have sex. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like me going to start a donut company just cuz I like to eat donuts. This is going to end very well. <laughs> I'm going to die trying to do this. I'm not going to open a business because God called me to the business. So I, I, I'm just saying like, there are a million things you could be doing on this earth. There are a million ways to serve. There are a million op- opportunities that you could pick up and take that would allow you one to God, the God could work on you, but where you could be single and get way more done. Being married is a job. And, and ever since you're young and this is, I don't know why we do this to little girls because we do the little Barbie and Ken doll. Where is the single lady that that's out here handling her business? And I don't mean single where it's like a Beyonce single. I'm just saying you're it's a lot of pressure when I'm two years old and you telling me I got to have a family. Everybody's not going to have a family. That's why some people get depressed and go kill themselves because they can't have no kids. Oh, I ain't worthy. No, you are worthy. You are wanted and valued. You do have a purpose here. And your purpose might not be in getting married. Your purpose might not be in trying to date a thousand men on the earth to figure out which one is yours. You might not have a man. You might not have one. Let that sink in. Hold that. It's hard to hold that thought, ain't it? You're single. You might Mm -hmm. not ever be married. Men, women, men, women, you're single. You might not ever have a mate. And until you get to a point where you trust God in that thought, you ain't never going to have the one you're supposed to have if you're going to get one. You have to be like, God, I'm good. If I if you send them to me, I'm good if you don't. And that's the part you need to work on. And you need to work on your why, why. Why is that scary? Now we get to partner with God on our insecurity. Well, I'm thinking about being alone. Well, guess what? Go dive deep into your community. Get into a church. Get into your regular community. Figure out who your neighbors are. Figure out what kind of community you actually want to retire in. Forget putting all that pressure on and trying to go find a mate. Because guess what? You go get married tomorrow and then they die two weeks later. So it's mm. like, stop thinking you're controlling anything. You ain't controlling nothing. But what you can do is trust God on this journey. And so that's what I'm trying to say is like, I think the mentality has to change because and here's it's funny because we just uh, interviewed, uh who's the Browns player? We just interviewed him.
1: Dalen Baldwin.
2: What'd he say? every time I'm single, ain't nobody looking for me. But when I'm with somebody, they're blowing up my inbox. And it, so it's just, it just kind of works backwards is all I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just kind of like, be it's okay to be single, you know? And I've, I've given this rant a thousand times. You come here alone. You're going to leave here alone. You're going to be before God alone. Your, your, your husband can't speak for you. He can speak for you while you're on this earth, but I'm saying you will be judged. Same thing for women. So it's like, Learn to be okay being single. Learn what you like. You know, this is what people don't do. Yeah, you want God to prepare you for marriage. That's fine. But God, show me what color I like. Show me what do I want my house to look like? What do, what kind of food do I like? What What places do I even like to go by myself? Some of y'all can't even go to the movies by yourself. I will show up in a movie by myself. I will go on a beach by myself. I'll go on a vacation. Like, learn to be okay with you because I'm telling you, in your darkest hours when you are married... It's going to be the dealing with you is going to be the hardest thing. It ain't going to be dealing with your mate. It's going to be dealing with you and your thoughts and why you think the way you think. So it's like, but the only way you get to learn yourself is to spend time by yourself. You know what I mean? So that's not, I mean, I don't know. what so I said, it's okay to be single. You can ask and pray uh, to God to prepare your heart while you're being single. But being single is fun. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? But just, you ain't got to add in all the fornication. You know what I'm saying? There's so much you could do with God. Go shopping with God. Lord, I'm believing you for a blue dress. Mm, mm, I'm believing that it's on sale on a sale rack and then show up at your mall and, and just let God do some work. Like, learn to partner and hear from God differently. Like, and people think it's so corny. He ain't in the details. God is in every single detail. Every God is in everything you allow him to be in. Let me put it like that. So I'm just saying, like, you could be building your relationship with God while you're single not just because you want to be married but actually respecting God just you having a relationship with God that's for men and women so it's like man let God show you how to dress or let God show you how to cook let God show you how to you know what I'm saying how to treat somebody you know like I said go serve somewhere because you can do more service types of acts when you're single than when you're married because when you're married the enemy is always trying to get in the middle of your relationship and, and use the other person to drag you away from what God's called you to. This is that's, he know to attack the commitment, you know? So that's what I'm saying. Like some of you guys could really be doing some wonderful things in the body of Christ being a youth pastor or even a, a singles pastor. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're single. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know, like, like it just change your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, see what God has for you alone. Um, because yes, when you get married, there's a different sacrifice. It's a different level. It's a lot of fun, a lot of love, a lot more freaky times. But the point is, you will be giving up a part of you. And and that's the facts. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know. Enjoy your singleness is what I would say. No, that's good. Enjoy it. I'm down on my Please
1: rim. enjoy your singleness, but also get yourself together. Also get yourself <laughs> get together, together as a single. Yeah. Be a successful Absolutely. single. Absolutely. Yeah, no one's perfect, but get everything in yeah. order before uh you get before married. You, yeah. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We gotta go to a break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix.
2: And the fix is in.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source for Fake infused hip hop RB and poetry. And uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. And uh listen, uh I don't know Dice, uh Mike Teasey uh got the fans all mad out here in these streets. I don't know why, but you know I
2: don't either, um, I
1: don't know either. A fan uh thinks uh that uh Mike Teasey was wrong for not having an altar call at one of his performances um this past weekend in Arizona. A fan attended uh, you know, and, and I'm getting this <laughs> from Rapzilla. A fan mm-hmm. said they attended the Friday event in Mesa, Arizona, and they were mm-hmm. disappointed how the leadership was demonstrated. Mm, mercy. Uh, they waited around uh, for administrator to or someone to have an altar call, but nothing. So uh, this fan said he went on stage and mentioned it to the DJ, and the DJ turned his head. So he walked on stage and asked him if there could be an altar call. Um, he said that's up to Mike Teese. And from there... Um, it looks like it just pretty much went uh, left because uh, the fan was very discouraged that once again, Mike Teesey didn't have an altar call. He didn't feel like this was uh, he felt like this was an opportunity missed to really minister to, I'm assuming, a large audience or the audience that was there. And mm-hmm. he said Mike Teesey. And I'm summarizing it now. Please go to Rapzilla uh, for the complete, uh, their Instagram page for the complete thing. But uh, the fan pretty much said Mike Tz was consumed with taking pictures with people. And uh, it was said that he was charging people to take pictures. And he was uh, disappointed about that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna get my thoughts because I know you about to slice and dice. So, um, so here's my thing. And it's funny because I talked this over uh, with a few people and I was like, I just feel like there should be a different, I don't think everybody's called to do an altar call, but I Mm -hmm. do feel like everybody should be equipped and called to uh, be able to do, you know, whether it's Romans road or, you know, be able to evangelize and, and, and share the gospel. If somebody needs to get saved, but me personally, I think a altar call is a little bit different than me in the barbershop or me at work one-on-one telling the salvation plan to somebody one-on-one compared to being in a large group on a stage calling people to the altar to where in my mind from everything i know on how altar calls usually go you can get any and everything that comes down with all these type of spirits and you should be equipped and ready to lay hands and pray on every last person that comes to that stage so if you're not Mm -hmm. equipped to do that in my personal opinion I don't think everybody should be called, you know, doing an altar call. So th- that was my thoughts on that. But I do believe, yes, everybody from Mike Teasey to myself to anybody. Yes. If anybody puts me in a corner and asks me the plan for salvation, I can explain the plan for salvation for them. And I can show mm-hmm. them scripture wise what scriptures to go to. And of course, I'm going to encourage them to get involved in a Bible based church once they say the prayer, the salvation prayer. Yes, you have to keep going forth and grow the relationship. But like I say, I don't know if uh, I think I agree with the fans saying every artist should be able to do an article. I think you should be equipped. And we know we had a lot of if you go to that Rapzilla post, uh, Bizzle chimed in uh, with some thoughts on it. Jared Saunders, um, director Will Thomas. Also, you know, it's a bunch of people who have thoughts and opinions on this post. So definitely go to Rapzilla's Instagram post. And could this Mike T Z post and uh share your thoughts. Go go ahead, Dice. I know you're gonna, you know, slice and Dice real quick.
2: No, I ain't gonna drag this out. It ain't in the Bible. So we could just stop right there. Okay. Uh not once did Jesus have an altar call. So we we can just stop. Like, what are you talking about? Like, and this is this is my problem with religion is we pull um components of the altar call from the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like following Jesus and this, that, and the third. But it was very personal when Christ asked anybody to follow him, anybody, even though he did it publicly, it was personal. So it's like, to your point, focus, there are things that need to be in place. I need I need my ushers. I need my mothers. I need my deacons. I need my brothers. I need, uh, like you said, with different spirits. I need people who are able to pray because all to call is is just an open confession and expression of a genuine repentance of Jesus Christ and the need. And I want to give you all this. So once you out here, you got 20, 200 people releasing demons. Uh, I would need you to be ready to go ahead and handle that from people passing out. I've seen people throw up. I've seen people's bodies contort. I've seen people faint. I've seen people start talking in different languages. Like, so I'm sitting here like, please don't ask me to open up all the gates of hell right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and punch, start punching these demons in the face. I don't have my team with me. It's not fair. You know what I'm saying? And this man ain't Jesus; he's an artist. So he came there to do artistry. And this is one of the things my bishop taught me a long time ago. He said, "If whatever you're doing when you're there, that's how people should respond." But if I'm a doctor and I'm at Walmart, I'm not. I'm not doing surgery on people. I'm at Walmart shopping. So, so if I'm doing a show and I'm just doing music, that's all I'm doing. I didn't come here to preach. I didn't come here to deliver people. I'm not on a re- uh, uh, a revival. You got to respect why the person's there. And here's the thing, fans, stop trying to control people. It's a, it's a spirit of control. And trust me, this man is prayed up and led to go there to do what he was called to do. And I don't have no problem with asking people for the money for what I'm about to do. And my time is money. And if I'm blessing you in any type of way and you feel the need to sow into my life, God bless you. The worker is due his wage. This man is working. So it's like, please stop. That's what I'm saying, like, Ain't no, And you are know, I both know if there was an altar call in the Bible, we'd be quoting the scripture about the altar call. It ain't one. So that's why I'm like, I think that oh, we have to get back into our word, see what God said about what it is we're actually supposed to be doing. And yes, um, we can't always do an altar call. But whoever booked that event, whoever booked Mike Teazie, and the same thing for for me, focus. I'm like, you got to put in there what 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 you want me to do. Am I doing 15 minutes, 35 minutes? Am I praying? Am I altar calling? Like, am I doing 20 songs? Like, you know, like there's there's a discussion because you have these leaders of events and leaders of churches who bring you to places, and they know what God is saying for you to do. So that's so it's like it's not just about an artist showing up and doing what they want to do. That like. Like if you're, if you're really being led and you're under leadership and you're submitting to the whole body of Christ, like what we're supposed to be doing together, you don't, you ain't just out here nilly really willy doing what you want to do. And you can't just nilly really willy do what a fan wants you to do. It's like, no, no, I'm out of order. There might be, the there might, there might've been a pastor there. And if he didn't feel led to do an call and he started that event, I'm not doing all to call. So it's like, I just, I'm, I, I don't want to stay on this. I, like I said, I just wanted to hit it and quit it, um, and you have to take up for yourself nowadays like i was saying off off air focus because of social media and as soon as one person gets wind of something fake or something that they didn't understand and they feel like they just want to be highlighted on their page you know what i'm saying here we go now i'm spreading rumors and stories and stuff and it's like hey listen we, we really got to learn to come together and and here's the deal this man got a dm you could have just been like bro enjoyed the show thank you for coming I'm just curious. Like, do you do altar calls at your events, or no? Or do you feel led to do that, or is God said for you to do that? Like, be nice about it. Don't be nasty, and stop trying to control people. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to say. And here's the deal: if you're a fan and you out there, do your own altar call. You're in the bathroom. You got 25 people in there. Go do your own altar. Hey, guys, I feel led, especially after y'all wash your hands, uh, for us to. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Go do your own altar call in the corner. Like, it's 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 weird to me. I'm like, listen. Mm-mm. or invite people to your church and you could they could, they could come and do altar calls all week but I just think it's unfair to put all that pressure on artists at period like just period if they showed up as a pastor and they came to preach at your church and they don't do no altar call that's weird but other than that this man's just out here doing music so stop trying to you know diss the man so it's, it's, it's too much it's too much but like I said he gotta defend himself because these these people really are in that cancel culture like I said Kurt Franklin was just talking about that a week ago. We got to stop that in Christianity. Stop trying to cancel people because you don't think they're doing the thing you want them to do. You don't know what God told them to do. Just show up and support. You know what I'm saying? Show up and support. Pray for them. Give them good feedback. You know what I'm saying? And going about your business. And if you feel a heartfelt tug on your heart that you got to go do an altar call, please jump on your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikTok, or whatever, and do an altar call tonight. Do it tonight. I'm
1: done. No, you good. Um, I appreciate okay. you uh sharing that. And I, um I definitely uh this this cancel culture, I, I really wish we would stop even saying that. Believers, like yeah, worldly people can keep saying that. I, I don't know why believers keep saying uh we canceling you, canceling somebody because Jesus ain't canceled none of us, and we all sin every single day. Let's be very clear. And he still shows us grace and mercy and still tells us he will let us in from a Mm -hmm. biblical standpoint. So yeah, I don't Yeah, yeah, stop talking Mm -mm. that that crazy Mm -mm. stuff. Yeah, when you talk about believers canceling. Listen, uh, let's be very clear. The 38th annual Stellar Awards are going down Mm -hmm. in Vegas July Mm -hmm. 15th. Uh, But you know what's going down tomorrow night on uh, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday for the Lord Mm -hmm. Thursday. (laughs) June 13th is the draft for the second annual Stellar and Bear Tag celebrity basketball game. And you know who is on the roster list for a possible pickup? The oh. Dicer and DJ Focus. <laughs> so I'm going to just tell you all this right now. If we get picked up, even if one of us get picked up, listen, it doesn't matter. If we both get picked up, one of us get picked up, it's over. i am just yes. telling you right now, Pastor Marvin Sapp, Pastor Jamal Bryant, you mm-hmm. won't be disappointed. Yeah. Whoever want to pick us, pick us. I'm Do telling you, it's, it's Buckets. Buckets and buckets. That's all I know, and I got That's at least it. two blocks. I got. I seen a lot of. I seen yeah, some of the. I've been looking at some of the social hmm. media pages, and there ain't a lot of big man on there. Dice. So I hey. just know I, I got me at least two blocks. I, yeah, I, I, I listen. It, I'm it, cuffing. It. I, I'm doing me one of them brown I mean, brown ones. Get, one give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Go sit down on the bench. <laughs> you <little. that. laughs> hey, bless your <laughs> life. Hallelujah. Bless your life. But yes, let's be very clear. Tap in tomorrow, or please tap into the stellar Instagram as well as the Bear Tag Instagram mm. for the mm. draft. The draft is going down mm. tomorrow. Pastor Marvin Sapp mm. and Bishop, uh, uh, forgive me, Bishop Marvin Sapp and uh, Dr. Mm. Jamal Bryant will both be mm. picking their teams tomorrow. So you'll mm. see it firsthand. Mm. Who's on what team? Uh, there's a lineup uh, in the draft. Let's be very clear. There's a lot of names in here. Kevin LaVar is in there. Cortez Bond, Mali Music, Jabari Johnson, Drew Sheard, DJ Focus, mm. Jokia, dice mm. gamble let's be very mm. clear jason claiborne titus showers uh oh. listen it, it's a lot of people in this draft so it's gonna be interesting to see who the two coaches pick we okay. know pastor uh dr jamal bryant's team won last year so i know bishop I know. marvin Sapp is looking for revenge this year so let uh, listen bishop marvin if you're listening right now uh, you need them buckets i'm telling you the fix just, is in over here the fix okay. is in over here i promise you But yes, definitely. We're looking forward to it. And like I said, it's all fun and games. Um, Mm -hmm. Whether we get picked or not, we will be at the event. We will be doing a little media. I told everybody, uh, I promise you, if I don't play, I'm going to be right there on the sideline, on the bench. Bloopers are buckets. So if I'm getting all the bloopers, (laughs) you better make sure. Yeah, you better make sure you're good. But yes, uh, we're excited for it. And uh, if you are looking to plan the event, um, actually, too, as well, listen, if I'm I'm not mistaken, the taping uh, is sold out. But come this Mm -hmm. Friday, they're actually going to have some (laughs) tickets on sale for the pre-event. So if you were looking to come to Vegas for the pre-awards, you will have access to uh, those tickets this upcoming Friday on the 16th. So, yes, go to Beartag Entertainment for all your ticket needs for the actual celebrity basketball game. Tickets are $30 a piece. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want that VIP treatment, those are $100. So go to Beartag Entertainment or on Eventbrite for tickets for the second annual celebrity basketball game going down July 15th. Uh, mm. Forgive me, July 13th in Vegas. So yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. keep it locked for that. Listen, uh, we appreciate R. Swift stopping by today. Uh, Mm Drop so many gems, so many nuggets. Working on that new project, so definitely follow him on all his social media platforms. Keep up with him as he gets ready to release uh, new music. We pray y'all enjoyed that Dayton one-on-one. We might have to have another conversation on the. Part yeah, three. we might have to have a part two. Yeah, yeah, we want to. Uh-huh. It was a few other things I left out, and I know you was a uh, you know wanted to uh, touch that thing a little <laughs> bit more. So yeah, y'all pray we might have a, another uh, part two of that Dayton uh-huh. Uh, series too as well so listen uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow Thursday for the Lord mm-hmm. Thursday another exclusive mm-hmm. spiritual detox of course another mm-hmm. real talk conversation go out and be great today kings and queens as always remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive Jesus Christ is always the answer kingdom advancement should always be the goal to fix fixes in we out
2: peace y'all